The World Cup Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee and Virginia. From boosted same-game parties to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, get $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Welcome everybody to the World Cup Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford. I'm coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne, North East England. Uh, today is Thursday, December the 1st, and we are here to look at day two of the round of 16, uh, Qatar 2022. Day two is Sunday, December the 4th. We've got two games to take you through and here to help. As always, uh, is Mr. Barry Penaluna. Barry, how are you doing? Not bad, Malcolm. Thank you. Just landed a winner today with uh, Morocco. Just finishing up as winners against Canada. So that's a good start of the day. We've got a push in the other game. Croatia. Uh, I'd win for Croatia and draw no bet. So money back on that. Uh, Morocco winner. Good start. Let's hope we can finish later on with a solid uh, couple of wins tonight as well. Yeah, Group F has just finished, so we'll take you through the uh, the final scores um, in that one. The scores on the doors, but a surprise winner there. Um, we'll take you through that. I'll tell you what, these are the first shows that we haven't streamed live, Baz, and it's well seen because uh, you're slovenly attitude. I can barely see the top of you. Do you remember Chad? One of those little faces above a wall. So here he comes. He's sitting up now like a what-no-bets kind of thing. <laughs> one of them. Honestly, do you want to explain yourself? Well, you told me, you know, there's no live stream because we're recording earlier today uh, and we are recording uh, back-to-back episodes so we can put one out each night, as we have done. Why, is your so, head, uh, so why does your head have to live at the bottom of the screen like that? It's Because I'm, I'm currently not sat in my, uh, my podcasting studio, uh, also known as the kitchen. Uh, I'm actually upstairs out of the way so that the kids can be fed. I'm sat in the bedroom, yeah. uh, okay. laid on the bed with the telly on, football on. So it's a, it's just a different environment, and there's no view. Different outside. environment, no uh, no visuals required. So don't worry about it. Things change, but um, so yeah, that Morocco group just finished. Uh, group F concluded with uh, Morocco winning it on five points. Croatia four, Belgium two, Canada none. That's disappointing uh, for Canada. Um, in terms of uh, the final stands, and Morocco were ten to one uh, to win that group. We said last night the first four had all gone to form. Four favourites uh, had gone in in groups A, B, C, and D. Um, so Morocco have booked the trend there. Belgium with a two to one on favourites have absolutely blobbed it. Um, Croatia um, were two to one on to get out of the group. So they, they kind of finished where we thought they would. Um, I got three out of six money line bets, but wouldn't win any prizes. I don't think Belgium would beat Canada, Croatia to beat Canada, and then Belgium and Croatia draw actually. So that would have been decent plus money. So might have just about held me own. But um, I think two things to take out of this, Baz, is a Morocco, a really good story, and they played well, uh, fully deserving. I think 
Um, so we'll talk about those first, but then also how and why um, Belgium was so poor, Buzz. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I went, um, you know, I took Belgium to win this group, and actually, I think, I think I tipped them to get all. Yeah, I, I, I took them for nine points. Um, that said, I think the writing was on the wall from quite early. The 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 struggle in that first game against Canada, um, and by the time they lost the second game, I think it was clear all wasn't well in the camp. There was a little bit of unrest, and you know, people speaking out, and it, it just didn't seem right. Uh, and I really fancied Croatia to to do do a job tonight, whether that was getting the result to, to put them through and, and Belgium out or winning the game. I did back Croatia to win, but I felt it was worth hedging it a little bit because we knew there was the potential of the situation where that, that draw would be just fine for Croatia. Um, so, yeah, Belgium, I expected more from them pre-tournament, but once it got going, you just felt they weren't ever going to get going. Um, and I know you've been watching that game this afternoon and you've said they've, they've sort of left it until the last 10 minutes of the group stage, haven't they, really, to try yeah. and have a go. And too little, too late. Um, yeah, I mean, as you say, there's always going to be one. Uh, one of those big teams goes down, and it is the first one from the group stages so far. Uh, so, yeah. Um, halfway through you talking there, Buzz, did you hear me shout fuck off really loud? No. Oh, OK, because I completely lost my connection. Um and I thought we were going to have to start again and stuff. So I lost my temper, shouted that. I'm not going to shout it again. And then all of a sudden you t- you reappeared on my screen, having had disappeared for 30 seconds. So I didn't hear anything you said there. I just wasn't sure if anyone had help, uh, heard me lose my temper, but that's fair enough. Uh, I assume you just said things about Morocco and Belgium. I've just seen the replay of uh, that one that landed on the line for Canada. That was very close, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, they were yep. lucky not to get a point out of it, really. They, they did show plenty of uh, attack and threat. As I've done all tournament, Canada, yep. um, they'll probably feel a little bit hard, don't they, that they're coming away with this for no points because I think their efforts and their, their performances have probably deserved a bit more than that. But, uh, if, I mean, four years down the line, I think they could be a decent decent squad and, and, and maybe uh, go a little well, bit But they get a home World Cup as well, don't forget, next time up. So... It's kind of they're just at the start of this cycle now. I would have said, um, and yeah, they'll want to be in a in a strong position for for three home group games in Canada, uh, the start of that tournament, which is if you don't know, going to be held in Canada, the United States, and Mexico um, in 2026. So yeah, they've got some good players. They seem well coached. Um, Herdman's done a good job. Quite a seems quite a modern coach. Um, so yeah, I think better days ahead for for Canada. Morocco have done really, really well. Um and Belgium kind of fulfilled what we thought that Portuguese role was going to be. Um be the one team that kind of fall up, fell apart. We've heard De Bruyne slagging off the defenders, where the defenders slagging off the attackers. Um they did miss Lukaku. And then easily, and I mean easily tonight, could have scored a goal and qualified. Uh, Lukaku dangled his leg at one with about four minutes left, couldn't turn it in, but then had an unbelievable chance where the cross was stood up to the back post. And it's kind of, he's let it hit him in the midriff, Lukaku, and it's just bounced back into the goalkeeper's hands where any kind of positive touch, and it was a goal-like. So, yeah, they were as bad as they've been. Uh, we've talked about Argentina easing the way in. Uh, Belgium uh, could have qualified and... Um, yeah, got themselves into the tournament. Yeah, Morocco go through as group winners. They're going to get probably Germany or Spain. So again, a little bit unfortunate there that they're not 
ending up with an Australia or a USA. No offence to our American readers. Um, but Morocco are going to get a really tough team to play. Uh, but yeah, good news story for for Morocco. Um, with regard to the USA then, Baz, that's what we're going to talk about. Um, the USA and England uh, tonight, our uh, heartland of World Cup Gambling podcast readers. Um, I'm going to do this ad read first, Baz. I'll tell you what. Um, Baz, little quiz question, a uh, bit of off-the-cuff I mean, trivia just, for you. Just before, um, the, before your trivia, Malcolm, yes. uh, we probably don't want to talk about USA in this episode because we've just done that in the previous one. Oh, shit, we did, didn't we? Oh, yeah, yeah. sorry. We want to talk about USA. Yeah, it's France <laughs> v Poland. France That's v the, Poland and England v Senegal. I'll tell you what we'll be talking about uh, is how the USA won their game, Baz, next up. That's what we'll be doing. Yeah. Uh, thanks for keeping us right. Um, so, Baz, one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's nine answers here, Baz. When I stop talking, you're going to carry on talking, see how many you get. So, if you're ready to win money and boost your odds, WinBet is now live in. Oh, God. Yeah, come on. Me. You've heard me say, this is episode 16 now, Baz. So, oh, you've had. Colorado. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Michigan. It's a. It's a. Yeah. With a sh- sh- sound. Yeah. Sure sound. Well remembered. Uh, Arizona, Colorado, yes. Michigan. Um, They're oh, the first three. Me, oh no, me now. Um, struggling. God, is that, oh, two more for the win, Buzz. You should do. There's nine in total. You've got three. I'm. I'm, I'm certainly the target of getting two more. What have I said? Arizona, Chicago. Arizona, Colorado, Michigan. No. Mm. Arkansas, no. Ah, you're out now. You've fucked it. Yeah, uh, the answer is, Baz, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. Bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Uh, same game parley, construction zone. Get involved in that. Uh, great promos, odds, and payouts happening right now at WinBet. Bet $100 to receive $100. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know that me and Baz sent you across. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WYNN. BET to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Takes and sees at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. So, two games on Sunday. First up is the 3 pm UK time, 10 am Eastern time kickoff between France and Poland. Um, France are the favourites here, seven to twenty-five, minus three fifty-seven. Draw at four to one. Poland are twelve to one. Um, France came out of Group D as the winners, uh, won two and lost one, scored six, conceded three times. Um, Poland finished second in Group C on goal difference, won one, drew one, lost one, scored three, conceded two. Um, France rested everybody against Tunisia, as was their right. They'd won the first two games, so were safe. Um, so, yeah, that was fair enough. Uh, the other two games, they played really well, though. They, I'm not sure about the calibre of the opposition that they beat, actually. They beat Australia 4-1 uh, really comfortably after going behind. They then beat Denmark 2-1, and Denmark were really, really poor. Then, like I say, that Tunisia game is a bit of a head-scratcher as to what you do with the form. 
Um, I've still been firing up the uh, the XG numbers, Baz. Um, 3.78 against Australia. 2.45 um, against Denmark. And even though they lost that game uh, to Tunisia, they had a higher XG than their opponents in that one. Um, both teams to score has been a no in all three of their games. If you're looking for a... Um, that's not true, is it? Because both teams scored in the... Uh, it's under under two under two and a half goals and both teams to score. Um, oh, sorry, Poland I'm looking at now. Um, in the, the Poland, oh, the on, Poland vibes. It's a shambles, awful. isn't it, Buzz? Yeah. Absolute fiasco. Uh, I think Poland were looking to go through here. Um, big penalties in all three of their games. Two missed penalties. It really sent them through here. Um, the... Second goal against Saudi Arabia was really late and was a defensive mistake. So, I mean, if that hadn't gone in, if they'd conceded the penalty against Saudi Arabia, they'd have been out on goal difference um, and they conceded and saved a penalty against Argentina as well. Um, they've been worse off all three games in XG. Um, they were below Mexico. They were below Saudi Arabia in that game um, and way below Argentina in that game. They're actually against uh, Argentina was 0.32. Both teams to score has been no in all three of their games and the under two and a half has been a no in all three of their games as well. Um, if you wanted some trends on Poland. So the metrics tell you, and any advanced analytics will tell you, they've been second best in all three games. Um, Chelsea's been playing well, but the midfield's slow. Uh, Krakowiak slowing things down in there. Lewandowski's not the type of player who can turn that around on his own. He's not Lionel Messi. He needs service. Um, you get these big number nines. World-class player, but without any ball, he can't do stuff by himself. Um Unfortunately, the markets are all with me on on what I think here, um, which is the both teams to score uh, no is two to one on. That's no good. Um, to win to nil. Um, France to win to nil is a little bit better price, five to six, minus 120. Um, the under two and a half is intriguing for me, which would bring in kind of a France two nil win. Uh, so the under two and a half is at even money. Uh, that France two nil correct score is at five to one. Uh, so they're all possibilities. Um, I've come down on Baz. We've used this pick a few times over the last few nights now. Uh, the half with the most goals, um, which is going to be obviously the second half I'm going to pick, which is plus 105. Um 21 to 20 because this is a three-way market because the tie is in play which is why you're getting plus money here so yeah Poland look old and slow this could be nil-nil at half time but even if it's one nil to France I think still think they get two more and they could run out three nil winners or even better uh, so either one of those scenarios will do me uh, for the second half to have the most goals at plus one or five um that's it. Nil-nil half-time. France win it 2-0. Something like that, Barry. Right. Um, well, I've gone with a different angle. I, 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 don't, I don't mind your bet at all. Um, Thanks. I agree. Poland have been poor. I mean, France, as you say, they haven't particularly set the tournament on fire yet. Uh, comfortable win against Australia after going early behind. Going behind early on in that one. But they needed a late winner against Denmark, who We've established that absolutely rubbish. Yeah. Uh, and then a 1-0 defeat to Tunisia. So it's hard to make, as you say, the Tunisia one, you, you sort of strike a line through because 
they changed their entire team pretty much, um, having already been guaranteed top spot. They've conceded first in every game. So, I mean, you're looking at it from the, the Poland angle on you, sort of looking a bit toothless, you know, not not scoring loads of goals, not creating loads of chances. But, but France have certainly looked vulnerable, conceded in every game, so far conceded first in every game. Um, and so I'm giving Poland a chance of a goal here. Um, and and you're looking at the both teams to score no, but I'm I'm going the opposite way. I'm I'm going to go okay. both teams to score. Yes, although I looked at the both teams to score at eleven to eight. Um, but then looking at that, I think the clean sheet no for France. Yeah, no um, France clean sheet six to five probably. It's a little bit shorter, but covers the daft scenario of a of a one nil Poland, doesn't it? You're not relying on France to get a goal as well. Then I mean, yeah. I think France will score. I think France will will probably win it. But I'm 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 taking Poland to get a goal. Um, uh, and as I say, because because France haven't kept a clean sheet yet in the tournament, um, give, give us that. I'll, I'll take that. And and again, I mean, even in the uh, the Nations League for France. They only kept, I think, one clean sheet out of the six games in the Nations League before the okay. tournament. So uh, Denmark beat them 2-0. They kept a clean sheet against Austria. But then Croatia, Austria, Croatia again, and Denmark all scored against them in the Nations League. Remember, they're coming here with pretty poor form. They only won one in five in that Nations League. Um, so as, 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 as underwhelming as Poland have been, I'll give them a chance to get a goal. Um I'll take France clean sheet no at six to five, um, and then with that, you know, if I think Poland are going to score, who's most likely to score? Um, and it's got to be Lewandowski. He's big price for for the player he is and the goals he scores. Nine to two any time, eleven to one first goal scorer. Uh, say again, France have conceded first every game. You know, he'll be on penalties. 11-1 first score off Lewandowski is worth a little bit and 9-2 any time for him as well. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't like any of that, but unfortunately. Um, that, I try to pick up... Yeah, tells, of course tells it me is. I'm on the right line. Oh, 100%, mate. Yeah, Phil, you've reached... Um, as any uh, listeners here, I'd be uh, heading to the betting shop like the Oklahoma land rush at this moment in time. Um, I've... Throughout a few goal scorers in our in our last um, show covering the uh, the USA and the the Argentina games, um, but I struggled with this one. I mean, you've just I mean, God, if anyone listens to this, Bass, you've given out Lewandowski, and I was going to give out Mbappe anytime you're twenty one to twenty. Like, why would you listen to this shit? You know what I mean? Um, no polls, so I'm not entertaining the fact that Poland could score a goal. Yes, I don't even bother looking down the list, like. Totally wasting my time. Just Mbappe is in really, really, really good form. And you can say the same with, with Messi for Argentina. That Did you look kind of everything goes through them? And like, is, is he going to be on penos and free kicks as well? So um, you've got all of that. So yeah, we'll take, I'm, I'm not, I probably won't bet it, but I, I just couldn't, I couldn't get beyond it really. So um, a few more exotic picks to come uh, in our next game here, which is, uh, the 7pm kickoff on Sunday night, 2pm uh, Eastern time between England and Senegal. England are um, minus 188, roughly one to two uh, favourites. The draw's 11 to four. 
plus 275. Senegal are plus 650, price of 13 to 2. So six and a half to one for Senegal. Um, England come out of Group B as the winners. 1-2, drew 1, scored 9, conceded 2. Uh, Senegal second in Group A, um, 1-2 and lost 1, scored 5, conceded 4. Baz, take it away, England v Senegal. Yes, uh, England, uh, the top top of the group with relative ease in the end, didn't they? It's been a bit of a roller coaster, hasn't it? We, we were on a high after the Iran game, big 6-2 win. Um, USA game brought us right back down to earth. It was a proper boring, dull affair. It was really, well, shouldn't have been hugely surprising. Cause it's, it's the sort of stuff we have seen from them before. Um, and then gained cruise to a win against Wales and, and qualified top of the group as everyone would have expected from that group. Um, I mean, they've got bags of talent going forward. We know that. And it's all just about how he plays them, who he plays out of them. And if he lets them play with the shackles off, as you said before. Um, it's hard to predict how they'll line up because obviously they started with Sterling on the left, Saka on the right. Both did really well in the Iran game. Both were pretty much anonymous against USA. And then Foden comes in. Rashford comes in and both of them, you know, were in the goals and, and acquitted themselves really well. So there's a, I think it's a coin toss in both of them positions as to who starts. You know, you fancy Kane will, will obviously keep his position, but on either side of him, it could easily be Foden, Sterling, Saka or Rashford in those positions. Um, yeah, well, well, if you want to talk about the team briefly, Baz, because um, obviously um, I made a few notes about this year and I actually spoke to uh, Simmers earlier on. Um, Simmers is uh, is the lineup expert. Um, so I thought I'd introduce Simmers selections uh, as a new feature here for on, possibly uh, one episode got? only. Sorry? What's he got? So we've got, this is what he thinks will happen, not what he wants to happen. Okay. Um, and there's really it's three positions it's three names that are the ones that have got the question marks where we could change people in and out so you've got Pickford Walker Shaw Stones and Maguire then Henderson Rice Bellingham Saka Rashford Kane now the potential changes are Trippier for Walker and where I think that makes a difference or where Simmers claims it'll make the most difference is the set pieces because I think they were poor the other night. And if Trippier plays, you just know he's going to whip those balls in, which makes a huge difference. And it makes a huge difference if you want to bet stuff like Harry Maguire first goal. You know, we've been throwing out some goal scorers. Maguire and John Stones would be live bets, I think, if Trippier plays yeah. uh, with these set pieces. The second one is Henderson out for Foden. You then drop Bellingham a little bit deeper. Uh, and you've got an extra attacker in there. Um, or the third one is Rashford out for Foden straight swap but can he drop Rashford having played the way he does so um, which of those options do you think uh, Simmer's, um, is Simmer's selection going to be right or which of those three alternatives do you think you might go with oh, it's, it's hard it, it is really hard I mean Henderson I don't get it I'd, yeah He's been absolutely shite. He's overhit every pass he's played by 20 yards so far this tournament. I watched it the other day, and particularly the first half, I thought it was garbage. But then the commentators made a big deal. They were, it's a bit like the Wales fans and they're singing. Henderson shouts hey. a lot. 
and and the commentator seemed to really love that. I got sick of hearing the, the, you know how many times he was shouting in the game. All he could hear was Henderson shouting, shouting for shouting's sake. Sometimes, I mean, I don't know. I didn't think he played particularly well, and I didn't think he needs we need to be keeping him in the lineup. Um, but then I listened to the radio and and the sort of talk sport, all of that crap. And they were all bigging him up, saying what a great performance, how important he is to this team. And I, I don't see it, but I, at the same time, I think Southgate does does rate him. And we know how Southgate likes to try and stick that extra negative approach to it, doesn't he? With, with I mean, I don't think there's any need for Rice, Bellingham and Henderson in there against Senegal. It, it, it'll, it'll drive me mad, that. But it wouldn't surprise me. Um, on the other side, I think he's got to stick with Rashford, hasn't he? After scoring two against Wales, I think Rashford might keep Saka out. Um, and then I really don't know Foden or Sterling. I, I just can't can't make my mind up on those two. I would personally start Foden. Um, what instead of Rashford? So not Saka, Rashford, no, no, and Kane. I'd start Rashford on the right. I know Rashford's the, the start the other way around, didn't they, the other day? Yeah. I, I would have Rashford on the right, and. Phone on the left. Okay, but I, I think um, I think he's, I think he'll start Sterling in Rashford. Um, well, Sterling hasn't got a look in in uh, similar selections. No. He wasn't one of the interchangeable pieces. Yeah, so we'll see how that pans out. But it does affect little things like you. Uh, like I say, if you see Kieran Trippy in there at right back, I think you're more likely to get a goal out of Stones or Maguire. Um, just as a, a little aside, right? Okay, Baz, you can carry on. Um, what? How? Where? How about Senegal? Um. Well, the, I mean, as you say, they've they've, they've looked all right, haven't they? They've, they've improved as the as the tournament's gone on, and we we mentioned this in the previous episode about um, how they got out of the group. Um, they have failed to keep a clean sheet so far in the tournament, though. Uh, even Qatar managed to put a goal against Sen- Senegal. So looking at their results, what the beat. Ecuador in the last game, which was a was a good result because we thought Ecuador had been decent throughout. I, I thought Ecuador might might win that one. Um, Netherlands was a sort of two 0 defeat. Late goals from Netherlands were in the eighty four and then ninety nine minutes. So they yeah. hung on. They were, they were on. I mean that Netherlands game. Thinking back now, I'd back Netherlands in the handicap. I got very very lucky with that. Oh, Senegal, really lucky. Senegal deserved something from the game. I mean, if, if they didn't deserve to win it, they didn't deserve to lose. Um, you know, they put three past Qatar and then a good win against Ecuador. So they have been a good side. I think they'll, you know, they're, they're no mugs. Um, but they have conceded in every game, um, and I'm I'm fancy. I, I do fancy England. I, I think we'll we'll win, and it, it's. Difficult, isn't it? We're all, again. It's back to that roller coaster. Um, one minute I'm feeling confident in England, the next I'm not, and then I'm I'm back at the crest of the wave at the moment and feeling like like England might get a good win here. Um, I think defensively England have looked solid. If you if you you know conceded a couple against Iran and then they won them as a penalty, but beyond that, Maguire and Stones have looked pretty accomplished at the back despite all the sort of negative talk around that pair and in the build-up of the World Cup um, you know most of us thought Harry Maguire shouldn't be there but he's 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 done a good job um, playing well um, so I, I, I think we could keep the clean sheet um, I'd looked at England goals you can get England to score two or more at five to six which I think's 
definitely worth a pop. I think I think we've got, you know, you look at all these attacking options, we've definitely got the, the opportunity to score goals in this game. Five to six for two or more, but I'm tempted to go back to the bet I went with Wales. Um, six to four for England in the handicap. Uh, minus 1.5 handicap, six to four. So I was going to take the six to four for the handicap. I'm going to be a little bit more ambitious and and, and, mm-hmm. and the hope that he does let them play with the shackles off and we, we get one early and we push on. You can get England to score four or more at eight to one for a fancy price. Yeah, hell, Baz. You'll have a bit of that. I'm told you, I'm on the crest of a wave. I'm, I'm You've been on the high. sherry, Baz. <laughs> Uh, and another one I like the look of, uh, just a little thought out there, is the corners. Um, three games so far, England have had 17 corners. They they only got three in the uh, USA game. We yeah. did play very poorly in that game, showed no attacking threat whatsoever, really. Uh, and then seven corners in each of the other two games. And Senegal have had a total of 20 corners in their game. Uh, their game so far, I think they've had a six, a six, and an eight. Yeah. Um, so plenty of corners across the teams. Now, the line's set at nine and a half. Uh, 9.5, you can get uh, 11 to 10, I think it is. I'll just bring it up the prices again. And I think we can push that a little bit, go a little bit further. So where are we? Corners, nine, 11 to 10 for over 9.5. Um, I'd, I'd push it a little, I'd be a bit more optimistic with it go go seven to four for over ten and a half corners and i do like some of these where you can sort of have a bit of progression in it back the over 10.5 11.5 you know reduce we've, we've got a term for this buzz on the on the mlb the ladder, isn't it? it's the ladder we call it the ladder bit yeah, yeah. if you start with what? over seven and a half runs and then go up the ladder to eight and a half nine and a half etc well this is it and you can do it in a game of corners you can you can if you land a good one you sort of find your break-even point, put half of your stake on your break-even point. So that in this game would be a 9.5. Half your stake goes on there, and then your other half goes on the 10.5, 11.5, 12.5 at a reducing stake. But you're getting increased odds all the way through. And if you hit your 9.5, you're breaking even. And then everyone after that's worth more profit, yeah. profit, profit. Uh, and I like it in this game just because, you know, between them, they've had 37 corners in those early games. Um England in particular, uh, you, you know, everything's going down the out wide, down the wings. Um, yeah, corners over 9.5 and upwards, take it as far as you want to go. Um, but just sort of have you have your sort of break even point around that 9.5, 10.5 mark. And then if we get an end up with a 15 or 16, your, your quids in, you're laughing. I know you've always loved these corners, Baz, when we used to sit next to each other at the match. And Barry's favourite thing uh, in a live football match is the double corner. So oh, you've got yeah. a corner, bloke swings it into the near post, defender heads it back out for a corner. Everyone else is just sitting unimpressed. Barry's going wild. Like, Barry loves out like that because he was always doubling up the court and if he gets three, you've never seen Barry more excited. Like, absolutely. <laughs> Sends him into a frenzy. This is yeah, the less the little scene corner. Um, yeah, you make a whole host of valid points there. Uh, England, um, before Gareth Southgate, they were six for 20 in knockouts, uh, knockout matches in competitions. I've gone five for seven under Gareth Southgate, so he is good. Yeah, uh, they have been good in knockout situations. Um, 
I think going forward, the attacking players are probably second only to Brazil uh, on paper in terms of depth. Recent tournament record is good. Um, and they played okay in two games. Done exactly what you'd expect them to do in two of the three. And USA is a tricky tie as well. Um, Senegal have been the better team. So looking at the stats and, and like I say, some underlying metrics, I would say they've been the better team in all three of their group games. They had a higher XG than the Dutch. Uh, they were better than Qatar. Um, but they were simply better than Ecuador in that final game. Um, we read that one wrong. And Senegal have been really... Uh, been playing really well. Um, Dyer's been looking good up top and I like Ishmael Assar. Um, my starting point here when I was looking at reverse engineering my picks was a 2-1 England win. Um, so a lot of bets um, that fall into that category um, are odds against or plus money bets. So uh, the first one I'd give out was both teams to score at 11 to 8. Uh, price of plus 137. England conceded two against Iran. The USA could have scored against them, but didn't. Wales were shite. We'll put a line through that one. But like I say, um, the Senegal expected goals has been way over one um, in the first two games. It was actually in it dead on two against Ecuador, who have, have, remember, kept like a million clean sheets in a row. So Senegal have been dangerous. It also takes into account the over two and a half, which is at 13 to 10. Um, that's just a tiny bit shorter. It's kind of seven points shorter. Um, and that takes into account the three nils, basically. So there's just a little cosmetic adjustment there uh, rather than the both teams to score. England to win and both teams to score, seven to two, uh, plus 350. Um the same, but the other way around is 16 to 1 Senegal and both teams to score at 16 to 1. So, um, yeah, my, my, my main bet there would be that both teams to score at 11 to 8 um, or plus 37. Like I say, you can you can dress it up any way you want. Um, goal scorers, uh, just going back to similar selections there, if we do get the three holding mids, that pushes Jude Bellingham forward a little bit more. Um, and he did. He got the first goal uh, against Iran, and he's got a good scoring record for Dortmund. He gets forward, gets goals and assists. He's twelve to one first goal and five to one any time. Um, and he had set pieces as well. We saw him score a header in that first game. And then looking on the other side for Senegal, the two danger men, the people who scored the goals, uh, Dia and Ishmael Assar, are. Big prices like 12 to 1 and 14 to 1, first goal, respectively. And then 11 to 2 and 13 to 2, so plus 550 and plus 650 to score at any time. So if Senegal are going to get on the score sheet, and I think they will, then either of those two players um, are likely to do it. And they're really big prices. So I quite like both of them, Baz. Um, any scorers, anything else you want to point out? Well, I've left the scorers out. I did look at Bellingham, but as you say, it does. It, it, I, I want to wait and see that England lineup. Before committing to any of the scorers, because um, I do, I do fancy England here, um, and I would fancy England scorers. But as you see, if Bellingham's sitting deeper, it doesn't look as appealing as it does if if Henderson is in there and, and Bellingham's got a bit more license to get forward. But similarly, I want to see who's out, out wide because I thought you know, Ford and Saka um, would be ones that would sort of take me eye if they were starting. But if they're not starting, then obviously you, you don't want to any part of that um, so yeah it's a bit of wait and see for me wait and see the lineup. Uh, but yeah we know Bellingham's in the in the lineup for certain we can't see that changing um, yeah. and yeah 5-1 to one anytime I thought was a good price for Bellingham uh, excellent um, 
And that, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, has got us to the end of our show here for the games on Sunday. Um, yeah, looking forward to the game. I'm going to be probably tired and emotional, which is code for really hungover uh, after my weekend away. Um, so I'll just be watching the game in here, I think, with the Ben on Sunday night with the Ben's. Actually, I shouldn't be sexist and say just the boy wants to watch it uh, because Betty will be glued as well. I think what well, you you're going to your kids' football thing and then back in the house to watch Baz. Yeah, just be watching at home again with the with the missus and the kids. Um, they tend to get a bit more interested for the England games, um, so we'll definitely be watching that. Um, after the game on Sunday night we're going to live stream um, our picks for Tuesday I think it is but obviously we can uh, get some instant reaction um, from that game as well on Sunday evening um, for this England v Senegal game we might have to delay it if there's extra time and penos but we'll be getting our picks in uh, for Tuesday so over on Twitter it's uh, at SGPN World Cup we've been live streaming most nights and will be again going forward just changing things up uh, when people have got stuff to do on a weekend. But as per usual, I'll direct you to the SGPN app and the website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Uh, thanks, everyone, for your time this week. Good with all your picks. Hope you have a good weekend, whether it's NFL betting, uh, World Cup and everything else. Um, and until Sunday night, uh, we will see you down the road. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>